ladies and gentlemen, we meet again. I know you guys just can't get enough of me. It's okay. I can't get enough of you either. I know George can't get enough of you guys. George, how are you doing today? Just can't get enough, baby. Just can't get enough. That's why we're here every week, every week. But we are joined by Mr. Danny Miner, who is the crime solver. Danny, how are we doing today, man? Listen, I'm doing great. I, I wanted to be on this show since you started. And then and then <laughs> I, it just got carried away. And then yeah. I and then I saw I was like, oh, I, I got to have Danny on. Yeah, I mean, this is great. I want to solve uh, Bigfoot, UFOs. I want to solve everything today. I, we can we can try. We might be able to solve what is George eating for lunch today, but yeah. I don't know about what uh what, where, where Bigfoot is. It's fajitas. It's fa- are we getting fajitas after this? I'll no. get some fajitas with you. God damn. All right. Uh, so Danny here, uh, you were a retired detective. How many years were you a detective? Fourteen. Fourteen. How many years were you on the force? Twenty-seven. Uh, good lord. <laughs> so being a detective, because that's always like. It almost seems like that's where you want to be when you're a cop, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like the the higher up you get to do the investigations, you get to go look at stuff. What about it startled you the most? Like, what about it would off like threw you off the most? Like, obviously you'd been a cop for some years, so you knew like you weren't brand new to it, but there had to have been something about being a detective where you were like, "Whoa, I am not ready for this whatsoever." Well, I I think what you, what it does being a cop, and I, I I guess we're talking about dark things here today, but of course. you really understand that death happens. Because you're dealing with death every day, almost every day, at least a weekly basis. You know, you're getting called to death scenes, even if it's natural causes. So you are, I think the thing that I wasn't ready for is it puts in your mind that, yes, this is real. People die every single day. You know, a lot of people don't see it. I'm putting bodies in body bags every day. And it just, death is real. That's, that's the one thing that I would say shocked me as being a cop. Like, you feel death is real. And then you get scared for everybody in your life. So there's a little bit of a panic there because you know it's real, if that makes sense to you. Yeah, no, it makes yeah. perfect sense. I mean, I'm not a detective, and I know that right. just death happens. Right. But I think that, that, that's the curse of doing this show is just understanding, talking to people like you, talking to right. Matt Montague, who's the crime scene cleaner, talk, like just hearing about and you're like, yeah, it's just a normal Tuesday. It's just another day. It does get like that. And, right. and you know what? It it's weird, but it does. Uh, I just had somebody call me saying they're having a rough time being a cop right now, right? And I told him, I did too. The first two years, if you make it the first two years, you're going to be a lifer. But most guys or girls, they'll quit in the first two years because they're like, hey, this ain't for me. You know what I mean? This is definitely not for me. I thought I was just going to get to beat people with, yeah. with my stick and do stuff like that. Yes. I have to actually help people? You have to help people. You have to put your life in danger. So people, in the first two years, but once you get used to the stress, because there's there's a lot of stress. You, Whoever says they don't bring it home with them is crazy. You have to bring it home with you because it's in your head. Yep. You know, you just can't clear your head. So once you learn how to live with that every day, it, it, that's when you make it. But it takes you about two years. I'm being honest. <laughs> Two years. So yes. what is, were you ever, and if you can't talk about it, that's fine. Were you ever like on the on the case of like a serial killer or somebody who was like, you know, truly deranged? I think we had people that was deranged. I never, ever have had a serial killer. That's probably now, a good thing though, right? That's <laughs> right. not something you want. Serial killers are very, you know, not. Yeah. it's not a frequent thing. No. It, it, it just, and you know, I think, you know. I think what made me famous basically on TikTok is the Idaho 4 case right, with the four right. college mm-hmm. students. And I think that guy had tendencies to be a serial killer. Without a doubt. If he was not caught, that guy was going to be a serial killer. Did you? Did you? Because I, I remember, I think you looked into it. I know I looked into it for a little bit, but the, the case is in Austin. Like right on the waterfront. Did that end up being, did we ever figure out what that was? That was, is that with the people drowning? 
Is that they were finding people in the lake, but then they were finding people dead on the trail. And Yeah, I didn't hear anything more about that. But yeah. I did hear they were saying there was a serial killer there. Well, they were saying that, and then the police chief came out and was like, it's not a serial killer. Yeah. But he could just be saying that to right. some people chill out. And there, there's actually a lot of males being drowned in Chicago. Did you see that? I did not. I'm in not one as of the rivers in the there. crime world as you are. Yeah, in the, in the river there. So they there might be a serial killer in Chicago, too. That's what they're saying. Well, this is Killing why... males coming out of the bar that are intoxicated. That's what they're saying. And drowning them in a river. Well, thank God we have the crime solver. Yeah. These are going to get solved <laughs> real fast. So, okay, so being a detective is very much demanding. Like, what about, obviously it helps you a lot now, but being a content creator in this field, how much of your detective prowess do you use day in, day out with this content? With my content every day. Just every, always. Always. And you know what? I think people tune into me. Because you get a little entertainment with me, you know. I'm not right. the I'm not the news. I'm not you know just reading blindly off of a teleprompter. <laughs> and there's a lot of people that do that. I watch them online. They're like talking into the screen. You're going to get an entertainment factor with me, but you're also going to get the truth. A lot of people uh, they'll talk about the Kohlberger case, right? And they'll go over everything, but they don't have the inside information. I explain why they're doing it because I I did this for 27 years. I know every ins and out of court. I know everything the attorneys are going to do. So I think that's why people tune into me. And I answer their questions. A lot of right. people ask me questions. I make sure I try to answer. Well, you can't answer every question. You can't answer every question. Yeah, I'm getting about 5,000 comments a day. And you yeah. can't. Right. But but I try to. That's something I try to do with this channel as well. Because like I don't get a lot of questions, but I get a lot of people just reaching out with comments. And I'll try to respond to almost all of them if I can. Right. Uh, even the haters. Some of them are pretty funny. I had one. Um, it's my favorite one. <laughs> Where, like, I don't really delete comments ever okay. because, one, I'm too busy. Like, I, right. I, I produce a, a dozen shows on top of this one. Like, I don't have time to be sitting there going through all my comments. Right. But uh, this guy was like, I'm the official dislike button. I just deleted that comment. I was like, no, you're not. You're not the official <laughs> dislike button. I am. So, okay. So you were super excited when I when I asked you to come on the show because you were like, I might have a Bigfoot story to tell. I do. And we have we've had a Sasquatch researcher on the show. Did you really? Yeah, he, he don't tell me from finding Bigfoot. No, I actually had the the video the TV editor for that show. Did you really? Yeah, he actually he um, Brandon Brandon from Vegas. Okay, yeah, his content guy is that guy. Oh, okay, that's so cool. So it's, it's super. He was on the show a few weeks ago. Uh, it's all fake, of course. He said. Right. <laughs> he said a vast majority of it is very sensationalized. Um, but yeah, so we've had a Sasquatch researcher on. That's always been like a hot topic. So. Let's go ahead and hear this story you have about your Bigfoot sighting or, or maybe sighting of somebody else. Okay. This is going to be a story about my mother. Okay. Okay. Now, my mother, let me explain my mother to you, okay? She's a female version of me, okay? She, she's, if she tells a story, the story's like exciting. You know, she adds stuff. Not that she lies, but she'll exaggerate a little bit, my mother. She would to make the story even better, okay? So... The reason I'm telling you this is when she first told us that she seen Bigfoot, we didn't believe her because it was my mother who likes to exaggerate stories, make them more fun. But there was somebody with her. Her friend was with her that and saw it too. Validated it yeah, more. Yes. So what happened was I'm from the, I am originally from northeastern Pennsylvania. So if you watch The Office, yep. Okay, Scranton, Wilkesbury area. I'm from a town called Hazelton. Okay, and there's this other little small town outside of Hazelton called McAdoo, uh, Pennsylvania. So there was always in the 70s, 80s, 
there was always rumors that people were seeing Bigfoot out there. You know, people were like riding their motorcycles. This is a place where people ride their motorcycles in the woods and their ATVs and everything. And there was people saying they were chased by a Bigfoot, stuff like that, especially in the 70s and 80s. So my mom, actually, my mom was going to visit a friend one night. It was snowing. And in Northeast Pennsylvania, it snows bad. I mean, we'll get feet of snow, okay? So she's going to visit a friend of hers that her husband passed away. They were taking her food over to the house and stuff like that. So my mom and her other friend were going there. They're on Interstate 81, okay, in Pennsylvania. So they're on Interstate 81, and they had them get off the exit. But when you get off the exit, just so you understand, when you get off the exit, you come in a circle, and you actually go underneath the highway. Okay, yeah. So you're going this way, coming around a circle, around actually around a mountain, and then you're going underneath the highway. Now, it's snowing, okay? My mom says when they cut, leave the highway, they're coming. They're going to go underneath the highway. As soon as they come, she says, now this is what my mom says, that there is a white Bigfoot hanging off the bridge. And its arms are on the bridge, and it's hanging, and it's huge. My mom says she sees it first, and then her friend goes, oh, my God, what is that? And my mom says she floored it, and they went right underneath it. Her friend begs her to go back, but my mom did not go back. Okay, the next day, my mom went out there to see if she could find footprints in the snow or anything because it was fresh snowed and she didn't see anything. (laughs) Now, listen, my my mom, she does exaggerate things. So I didn't originally believe this. Okay, but her friend, I totally believe like my mom may have saw, you know, who knows what, but maybe exaggerated that it was huge and this and that. But her friend saying it, I I believe it. And my mom never, to the day my mom passed away, she'll always say that she's seen Bigfoot. And in that area, if you Google White Bigfoot, there's a little town right outside between Hazleton and Scranton that's called Nanticoke, Pennsylvania. They have video of a White Bigfoot on YouTube. So I don't know. Is it the same Bigfoot? Did Bigfoot live 40 years? I don't know. That's okay. So what, what time frame was this? Was this like the 80s, 90s? I would say I was young. I'm oh, okay. going to say... Late 70s? Yes. I'm going to say late 70s. I was probably 9, 10 years old. Okay. So costumes weren't that good then. No. Uh, that's interesting. And it's white. That's the other thing. Right. Normally, <laughs> well, it could have just had snow on it. That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah. yeah I was thinking that, too. Normally, white ones, which are yetis, are usually found in like the Himalayas yeah. and, and you know, Asia and whatnot. But that's interesting, though, that like they drove right under it. Like, Yes. That's got to be frightening to just drive under it and you're like i don't know what that is or if it's going to drop down on my car or yes they were like my mom said they were in shock like you know you're coming around the corner and she said the minute they came around the corner she saw it like she saw it hanging there and it was nighttime too so it was nice so she saw like from the lights yes so it wasn't fully illuminated it was fully illuminated it was it was but if you, I don't know how you're familiar with snow. When it snows on the ground, it lightens it up a little more. You yeah, can yeah, see you're better. reflecting. Yeah, you're, you could see better. And she said it was crazy. I mean, we, of course, we busted her for, you know, her whole life. She would get mad at me. <laughs> Mom, there's Bigfoot. That's exactly <laughs> what we'd say. Well, Mom saw Bigfoot and she would flip out. Go ahead, make fun out of me. Go ahead, make fun out of me, you know. But we would always say that, you know, we would right. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay, so. That I'm just adding these to the Rolodex because like John has one, uh-huh. you have one. Um, I've never seen anything, and I've been camping a good amount, but I've never been camping where there was like sightings, right? Really, maybe you know my mind played tricks on me, and I was like, ah, I saw it, but right, none of that. But let's get something to let's get to something that is much more uh, puzzling right now, which is in April we had a 
UFO crash land here in our own backyard in Vegas. Actually, I think it's kind of by where I live. I think it was in North Las Vegas. I don't know where it was. I was I trying was, to find. I wanted to go there and do a TikTok from the area, but I don't know where it is. I, I, I would think definitely want to do it. In North Las Vegas. I am so I'm currently doing research and writing scripts for a small. It, it's 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 kind of like a documentary, but I'm doing a video about it currently for my YouTube channel. Okay. Um, what puzzles me is why did we just start hearing about this? Like a week ago. I know. That is why. Yeah. like, And I feel like that adds more validity to it. I, I agree. Because if somebody was just trying to get attention and fame and clout, they would have instantly been like, guys, there was an alien that crashed in my backyard. Right. The videos, I feel like I have to watch them again, but I feel like none of them really show me anything. Right. Um, now, people are zooming them in on TikTok correct, and saying and there's an alien, this, but I don't know. We're going we're gonna <laughs> to look at one on Wednesday that Franny, uh, one of our producers, is going to send us. He says that somebody put like a thermal. Yeah cam on and so they said like you can see like the face right everything and it looks like a like a stereotypical like gray alien with right the big eyes and the big head but like and you see you see like the the one that was all over the news was the the guy's uh body cam, cam. body cam you see it and it, you just see a, a green light right go down and you're like what the what the fuck was that yeah so as somebody in that profession of being a detective being a cop uh, what what do you think the likeliness is that like the FBI came and was like you guys aren't going to report on this for a minute we're gonna we're gonna do some investigating here you know what I think this is the truth if you go back I'm retired about seven years now right I would say seven even seven years ago ten years ago it would have been a joke right. I, I mean we would have went there saying yeah okay yeah all right and we'd have walked away but I think now that well, with all the Pentagon releases yes, all this if you look at them Vegas cops. They took it kind of serious. They weren't real. I mean, they joked around a little bit because that's what you do. But honestly, I felt the videos I saw to Vegas cops, they took it serious. Yeah. That, that's what I thought. And I think they took it serious because they see they saw the light and then all of a sudden they're getting a call with this. I mean, that's a little crazy. And think about this. If you were going to fake something. Would you call? I don't know if I'd call the cops. You're looking at getting arrested. It's yeah. false information to police officers. I, I just... I just I think it, I think they saw something. I do. They must have. Yeah, like, I do. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm working on my connections to see if I can get a hold of them, see if I can get them in for an interview because I knew it was like an eight news like exclusive, so like yeah. no other news station could get to them. But right, uh, I'm better than eight news, so I can get them. <laughs> um, but that's like it's so fascinating though because it's like the Pentagon. Um, I talked about this on a previous episode. Currently, there are 650 open cases at the Pentagon. They have no idea what any of these sightings right. are. Right. Like, they're like, we don't know what that is. And I'm like, how do you not? You're the government. How do you not know? But I, did you see, I don't know if you saw that uh, video of, from Iran that our, our troops took. It was actually a big uh, ball, like it, just a huge silver ball and just shoots right across the war zone. And they got it. Our guys have it on video. The Pentagon released it. See, now, It's a big ball. See, that one... Um, on Twitter, people release photos of people like looking at it and like, no, we built this stuff. Yeah, like the sphere and like it has cameras on it and stuff. I could, I could believe that too. Don't you think? I think some of it's ours, and they're not telling us. Yeah, no, for sure. Because yeah. why would you want to? Why would you want to show your hand? You play, you exactly. play poker. You yeah, you don't want to show your hand. No. So that, but it's puzzling though. Like I'm, I'm going down a rabbit hole, and it's like, and I get it because it's such a crazy thing to to think about. Everyone's like, no, nah, it's not real. It's like, I know. How do we know until? Excuse me, until we get concrete evidence saying, oh, it was uh, space debris that fell and right. then they were they were just, halluc- like, not hallucinating, but they were just, it was all in their head. Right. 
and you, we get concrete like confirmation of that, I feel like you can't dispel anything. And you know what? You know what he said that was weird? And think about this. When you're drumming up a story like, yeah, we're going to fake this. We're going to get the whole family involved. What I thought was weird was we said when they first saw a crash, it kind of like was fuzzy to them. They couldn't even see right. Right. And he felt like he couldn't talk. He said it was fuzzy. That was weird to me that he described it that way because that is a feeling he felt. I felt when he told us that, he was telling us what he felt. Right. I, I, I really do. Yeah. I think they, I think they seen... I think they've seen something. And, and you know, I agree with you. Like, people, oh, there's no way there could be UFOs. No way. We live on a ball that, that just spins. It, it would and be, how could there not be? It would be so <laughs> idiotic and ignorant to think that we are the only life form in all of the expanse of space. Like, right. we're such a ba- – like, in the terms of, like, chemicals and whatnot, like, yeah, it's kind of complex. But we're a carbon-based life form. Who's to say there isn't carbon-based life forms millions of – miles in the galaxy elsewhere or sulfur based life forms or right. you know or anything else like that. So I think it's very ignorant to say like nah there's no such thing as aliens. Like no there is. Like there if if a space like an asteroid comes in and it has like bacteria on it or something like that, that's an alien. Right. It's technically an alien. Right. Technically, yeah. I agree with you. Here's here's the thing that that I find what do you think it is? I'm gonna give you what I think it is. What I feel it is because now they're saying they're like changing the name of UAPs now. Now right. they, they changed it to something else because now they say this goes in the ocean too. So they're saying it goes in the ocean. Yeah, no, that's a big thing is that like they're saying that I, – I remember the video because I saw that we might have seen the same video where yeah. this guy was talking about how um, these these things would be in the ocean and they would shoot something out and then they would just disappear. Yeah. But we we know less about our ocean than we do our own solar exactly. system. Could you imagine? I mean, our our, our world is what seventy percent ocean, right? right? So if somebody came from another planet, they could be living in our ocean. We wouldn't even know. You know what I mean? Here's the thing that I think. This, this, I don't know if it's another dimension. I don't know what it is. People are one hundred percent seeing something. Somebody's seeing something. Yeah. I don't know if it's aliens. I don't know what it is. But it's definitely something that our government knew about and has not told us for seventy years. Right until recently, yes. even even when they do tell us, they're like, "Yeah, we don't know. Like we can right. tell you, we 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 have encountered this. We don't know what it is." Right. Um. There's just too many. There's too many stories from different angles, and not just citing like Bob Lazar. Like, how you can have a guy like that and yes. then discredit him, but then believe other things or believe other things but discredit him? It's like there's too many. There's too many angles to attack this from. Yeah, and if you listen to Lazar. Everything, the way these things are flying, the way our military described it is exactly the way he described yep. how they fly. Back to, what, what was he, in the 90s, I think? He yes. Was at, at, in Area 51? Yeah. And he's a strange kind of guy. When you talk, you could tell he's a smart guy. So you could tell the government probably wanted him there because you could tell he's intelligent. Well, he was working at Los Alamos. So right. he was doing stuff there, and they were like, yeah, we want you. Yeah. I want to say he had like a jet engine in like his Honda or something like that. And they were like, that's God exactly damn it, right. we got to get that guy. <laughs> You're exactly right. That's exactly what happened. And listen, I've, I think you've all, we've all seen the planes living in Vegas that go to area 51. I, I finally saw it. I saw it the other day. Too. Yeah, it was I, weird. I saw it the other day. And I was like, Oh, okay. So that's the plane. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. No, it's all blacked out windows. Yes. No branding on it. What's it's a red and white plane, right? Yeah. Yeah. Have you, have you been out there area 51? No. Oh, I've been to the mailbox. I did all of that. Been to the mailbox. They have that mailbox. You had to go to the mailbox. I had to go. And then they roll up on you and they'll yell at you. All right, cool. <laughs> but it was, yeah, there's nothing to see. 
but it was fun. To There's stay nothing away. to see from where you can see it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You can't see anything, right? But the little town is cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's fun. Yeah. I remember I was I had just gotten permanently hired at my last job. The when the fun run happened, the Area 50, well, they can't stop all of us. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember it was that day. Like I got converted to full time, and I was like, oh, this is cool. This is a cool day. And then I remember seeing that, and I was like, oh, it was just a meme. Like the, <laughs> even the even the guards were like, yeah, what's up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I I tell you what I think we wouldn't even have known about Area Fifty One if it wasn't for Lazar. You realize that? Well, I sooner or later we would have known. Yes, because, but because I didn't know who Bob Lazar was until I was in my teens. Right, but he was the one that was taking people and showing them. Yes. Hey, look at this weird stuff that's going on, and yes. they filmed it, and then the government's like, "All right, I guess we gotta. Yeah, we have a place. You can't go there though, but we have a place." What would you say to you? What is the biggest UFO story that you say, you know, you could hang your hat on and say, I kind of, that kind of makes me wonder. I mean, Roswell, of course, but. That's a, that's a very good question. I've never been asked a question like with that much. Well, I'll go first. Yeah. go. Okay. And then you could think, uh, have you ever heard of the Travis Waldron, uh, abduction in Snowflake, Arizona? No. Really? No. That is the biggest There's one. There's so many abductions <laughs> though that like, it's kind of hard to keep track of every single one. This one they made a movie of. It's called Fire in the Sky. Okay. Okay. Joe Rogan talks about this one all the time. What happens is he's a logger, Travis, back in the 70s. They're out logging late at night. They're working late. There's like six of them. They're all hopped in this big pickup truck, right? All six of them in this pickup truck. They're driving. They start seeing lights as they're driving out of the Arizona mountains because they're loggers. So as they're driving out, they're like, what's that light? What's that light? They go, craft hovering. Travis gets out. Everybody's telling him, get back in the car. It zaps him. The UFO zaps him, knocks him down. They all leave him. They come back. He's gone. He was gone for four days. They interviewed him. I'm going to charge these guys with murder. These guys tell the sheriff, the FBI, everything. I remember this one, yeah. That we watched him get shot with this beam from this UFO, and they thought they were crazy. They almost charged these guys with murder. Four days later, they drop him off in a telephone booth, like, miles from wherever they abducted him. And uh, they get him, and... They all took lie detector tests. Every single one of them passed it. Till this day, they've all passed them. Till this day. So it was, the abduction was witnessed by five other guys. I mean, and if you watch the movie Fire in the Sky, if you get a chance, you'll love it. And it's like a, a good movie. It's not a B movie. It, it's a good movie. Oh, okay. It's a well-produced yeah, film. It's a, yes. It's not, like, it's not a B movie. It's a good movie. With named actors, all of that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember hearing about that one where they were like, what? This dude was just gone for four days. And yes. Like, yeah, I'm back. Yes. It's in snow. And it's not far from there. I actually wanted to go up there where it happened. There was a, I want to say it was Pennsylvania, where uh, like Bigfoot, these Bigfoot were getting dropped out of UFOs. Oh my God, I didn't hear that one. <laughs> yeah, this was in, I think in the 70s. Um, it was on a podcast that I look up to a lot. Uh, the last podcast on the left. They, they're like a true crime horror kind of podcast. Okay. And they talked about it, and they were like, yeah, this dude was like, I just saw a fucking Bigfoot get, like, beamed out of, like, a fucking UFO. And he was pissed. Like, like the, the Bigfoot was pissed. <laughs> do you think, you know, a lot of people think Bigfoot has something to do with UFOs. A lot of people. So, the Sasquatch researcher we interviewed okay. uh, didn't have that, but he said, he because I'll show you photos. Remind me. I have, He sent me photos. Okay. Um. But he, not of what I'm going to tell you, he has just photos of things he's, he's seen. So he goes, I have legitimately seen a Sasquatch open up a zipper in reality and step through. 
to like a different and I was like what the fuck what oh my god it's crazy it was like I, okay and but he's been doing it for 30 years like I wasn't just gonna sit there and be like no you didn't because but this was up in Colorado like he's like no I, I he's like all I do is just research them Colorado would be a place for Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's for sure. I've hiked up there. That that's. I mean, it's beautiful. But I would see Bigfoot up there. I don't see Bigfoot in our deserts there. No, maybe no. Tahoe. If we go maybe Tahoe, the maybe Mount Charleston. Maybe there's one maybe, up in there. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but okay. So going back to your question. So for aliens, though, uh, the one that strikes me the most is the the Tic Tac one. Yes. That like because even the the pilot was like that thing was going like super speeds and was just stopping. Yes. Going under and coming out. Yes. That one is that one is pretty crazy because like I'm pretty sure government would have been like, yeah, that's our new prototype. Yes. Plane. I I think to why a lot of people on my TikTok, I do a couple UFO videos on my TikTok and a lot of people are saying like, why is the government doing this now? Why why why? My gut feeling is I think they can't hide it anymore. That's what I think. Yeah. I think it's to the point that everybody has cameras, everybody has ring cameras. They can't hide it anymore. You that, can that's instantly what I think. share information in literally seconds. Right. Back in that, like, think about it. Back in 1947, when Roswell happened, it took days yes. to get information to somebody. Yes. And and you think about Roswell. Why would they say a spaceship crashed? Why? And then all of a sudden, nah, nah, we were kidding. We were kidding. Listen, a, a balloon and a spacecraft is a different thing. So I, I don't get how you get that. I, I That's just me. Yeah. Uh, it's it's such a baffling thing because it's like scientists are afraid to touch it. Okay. The people that do that for so long that were covering it were just deemed crazy by, by the government. So like they lose their validity uh-huh. because like I don't know if I can trust them because the government's saying not to trust them. Right. And so now it's like, okay, but what do we what do we do then? Do right. we just not explore this at all, or do we just let it happen? Or I know. And you know what? Did you see uh, Logan Paul? Have you heard about Logan Paul? I know who Logan Paul is. Yeah, but I... do you know he's supposed to have the best video of a UFO ever? And he won't yeah, he would have released it by now. He's he's just yeah. bullshitting. But that's what he's saying. He's saying of course he has he the is. best. So that... you go out and buy Prime. Supposedly he says that he wore a, a body cam. When this guy showed him the video that has this UFO, and he he taped it while the guy was telling, him. he offered the guy a hundred thousand for the video, and the guy wouldn't give it to him. So he says he had it wore a body cam when the guy showed him. The video. Yeah, no, I don't believe it. You don't believe no, Logan? No, no, I don't believe Logan. <laughs> you think he just wants money? It, of course, he just wants money. <laughs> I would too if I was at that stage. I need oh, to keep so up. I. I, have, I have eight houses I have to pay for. Of course, I want money. Right? Yeah, I guess you're right. But supposedly he's saying he has the best video footage of a UFO. That's what they're does. saying. Oh, yo. The, what, what the government does. Let's not lie here. Government has the best footage of UFOs. But. Hey, before we get off UFOs, I want to tell you one other thing. If you get anybody out there, if you want, watch Moment of Contact. It's, okay. a, it's a documentary. just came out maybe about three months ago, two, three months ago. Uh, James Fox, he's one of the big UFO guys. He went to Brazil. Did you ever hear about the Brazilian UFO crash? No. I think so, maybe. It, it, it happened in 1996. So he went out there and he <laughs> went out there. I was born. All right. He went out there to interview people. And he actually got the guy that seen the crash and he got the three girls that say they seen the aliens. Okay. Now they say one of the cops touched one of the aliens and he died from an infection like two weeks later. They talked to his wife. She said it's 100% true. Now, this is what James Fox is saying. He is saying. That he has a video of these aliens and he's going to release it soon. So there's all kind of things going on. I think, 
I think by the end of this year, we are going to know a lot. I'll be shocked if we don't. Shocked. Yeah, I mean, we've already learned so much in the past two years just from the government releasing information. Like, yeah. There has to be some infinite knowledge that we're about to get. Like, I know. We're about to get a huge knowledge bomb. But people still aren't believing it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I say stuff to people like, ah, that's bull. It's because it's scary. Think about it. It's pretty scary to think another species is just going to come to us whenever they want and just do whatever. True. And and if these abduction stories are real, you know, watch another documentary, Communion. That's 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 a big one of dog of uh, being abducted. Huge one. I have to watch. Man, there's so many of these I got to watch now. I, 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 I watch all of these. I mean, so I know so much about UFOs just because I'm so interested. And even my girlfriend, like I'll mention these things to her. She thinks I'm crazy. She thinks I'm nuts that I believe this. But I'm like, how could why is the government telling us this? Why are they doing it? And a lot of people are saying they're putting fear into us. You know what I mean? They could be, but they yeah. would have they would have harked on it more if they really wanted to spark fear. They would have every news outlet at every time. Aliens are real. Be, what do you, be afraid. What do you think it does to religions? Because I think that's the biggest thing. Uh, that is going to be a big one. I mean, people, you know, it's going to be huge. And I think that's why it's never been released, honestly, because of religion. I it truly be a, believe be a that. a huge hit. Yeah, a huge, huge. I mean, what do you? Everything that we were taught may not be true. That's All, what, I, what I was taught is turning out to be true. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> like my education told me that there were other life forms out there, <laughs> right? So I don't, I don't know. There has to be. There has. There has to be. There has to be. I mean, do you think? Do you think this guy actually saw an alien though in Vegas? One hundred percent. I'm starting to think that too. I I, re- I really do. I, re- I really want to get. I, I'm working on getting a hold of him. I, even though I can just get like a phone call interview with him. Yeah. That would be really good. Um, but I was telling my my friend my producer uh, Franny, I was like, man, I might have if if it was in my backyard, I might accidentally start a galactic war. Right. <laughs> um, what are you doing on my property? Pop, 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 pop. Do you speak Spanish or, or no? Not really. Because I, I in the video that I got with them, they're all speaking Spanish. So I, I have I, my girlfriend tra- or we have George translated. Yeah, I mean, I would really want to know what they're saying because none of the none of the videos have translated it, so I don't know what they're saying when they're filming it. You know? Yeah. I I, I want to know if they're like there he is. I don't know what they're saying in the video, so I wish I had somebody that spoke Spanish. Yeah, I think my girlfriend was translating at one point, but. Yeah. Either way, I'm I'm curious. So like I'm spending a lot of this week. I want to get this documentary out really fast, um, about it. Yeah. Just because it's so fresh and it's so crazy. Yeah. Um. So we're we're gonna work on that. Um. Myself and my team are gonna work on that video. But just the fact that like it was held for so long is so. Like um, it's a month. They held yeah. it a month. That's weird. Why would they hold it a month? Think about that. Yeah. And how? And then they, everybody was saying they started seeing black SUVs drive up and down. Yes. Why was the family so quiet for a month, too? Like, were they, I don't know. I don't want to say they were threatened or something. They, they might but, not have been threatened, but they but may have been like, it's in your best interest to yes. stay quiet until we yes. come out about this. I mean, because I'll be honest with you. Then end up if if I saw that you know me I get excited about things. You would have had eight TikToks <laughs> in thirty seconds. The FBI would have hated me. They'd have had to throw me in jail because I would have been all over. I'd have been standing in the street telling people what I saw. You you would have <laughs> at least fifteen TikToks. Oh, exactly. You would you would make at least thirty thousand enough to to post bail. Yes, uh, and then <laughs> and then you'd be like, now what do I do? But I I agree. I mean, and I'm sure you know. Here's the thing: a lot of people will say. Oh, they want to make money off this. And I get that. I don't think they've made any money off of it. I don't think they did either. And a lot of people don't understand just 
documentary, say they end up doing a documentary on this or anything, you don't even get paid for documentaries. A, a lot of people think you do, but you don't. No. You know what I mean? And people are like, oh, he's just saying that because of that. No, documentaries, you, you don't even get paid for that. So yep. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what they have to gain. Nothing. Nothing, because they would have <laughs> they would have been way too fast about it if they were trying to gain clout or notoriety or anything like that. So could you imagine the hate they're getting? We get it as content creators. We get it. Could you imagine yeah, what they're... the hate they're getting? So why would you do that to yourself? Yeah. You know what I mean? I just I, I believe them is what I'm saying. I definitely believe them. They I, be- I still believe them. I'm I'm really gonna try to get a hold of them and see if we can get some information out without me getting assassinated or something on, did, my, on my way to work. Did you hear the ring that ring camera where you can hear it hit? No, I have to watch that one. Oh my god, you could hear it. There's a ring camera, you could hear that thing hit the ground. It, it you could hear it. So where did it go? Like like That's what I don't and, know. And like they didn't explain how they got out of yeah, there. Yeah, how it got out of there or it, like in the neighbors if even if I was a neighbor and like I would have been like, "Oh, I see something over my fence." Click. <laughs> Yes. I, would, I didn't see that. I'm running, I'm going back inside. I've been inside this whole time. Yeah. No, I saw some, you know, where that circle was. I saw yeah, some people saying that Google, it was the same circle, you know, 10 years ago. They were showing, like, Google pictures from different. So I don't know. Man, who knows? Yeah. The, it's a work area, you know. I saw in that backyard, it looks like they had equipment and storage for work equipment. Yeah, I saw, like, a lot of, like, like vehicles back there. Yeah, that's what it looked like, a storage area. Yeah, they, that's where they crashed. They'd be like, oh, we're, we're safe here. There's a lot we of gotta, other... We got to put it down, put it down. Put you know, it. I always said this, like, you know, with aliens, it's always very surgical, like, right. the precision. Right. And I was like, it would be hilarious if we just, maybe that, so this was like, you got, like, a drunk alien. Like took out like half a skyscraper or something. It was like, right. oh shit, we can't come back. Took for too a many little... gummies, man. Right? Yeah, too many gummies. <laughs> they're blasted. They're barbecued, <laughs> and they take out like half a building, and then they're like, shit, we can't come back to this planet for a minute. We gotta, we gotta lay low. Oh my god! And you know what? One last, uh, you, I know it keeps keeping on this UFO thing, but there was a UFO crash that's famous in Pennsylvania, Kecksburg. Did you ever hear that? I did not. That's another one. That's just like a Roswell one. Everybody saw it. Everybody. It's a small town outside of Pittsburgh. They said the FBI came in, the Army came in, and within hours they had that thing out of there. But it crashed. It went across the whole United States, crashed. And they actually have like a fake picture of it, like <laughs> like a model picture of it oh. in, in the town. Like the town embraced this. It's like, it's like a Roswell. Roswell. It's yeah, like Roswell. Same thing. This is our personality now. Yeah, so look that up, Kexburg. Okay, yeah. I will have to. But Danny, thank you so much for coming on, man. This was uh, this was entertaining yeah. to say the least. <laughs> yeah, anytime. Uh, I have documentaries I got to go watch now, so I'm going to go do that. <laughs> <laughs> but where can the people find you? Uh, listen, at the Crime Solver on TikTok. I got 170,000 followers. I keep it entertaining. If you like true crime, definitely tune in to me. Uh, and I do some UFO stuff. Yeah, but you have the perspective <laughs> that most of us don't have and that you were in the crime world for yeah. That's what I think decades. Pe- yeah, that's what I think people follow me because I just don't give the news. I give why it's happening, why the cops are doing this, why they're doing this. I give my perspective of why it's going on, not just what's going on, why it's going on. Right. So. Well, thank you again to everybody who is listening. Uh, we have merch you can buy, like this cool hat that I'm wearing. We have stickers. We have shirts. We have all that. We have a Discord that's starting to pop off. You can hang out with other people who like to talk about the same things. And don't forget, every week we have our live stream where you can submit your videos. And if it's creepy enough, we might give you some free merch. But until then, everybody, stay bizarre.